0: On today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, in a rematch of the last two Eastern Conference Finals, uh, in their first meeting since last year's Eastern Conference Finals, the Lightning take their game in uh, probably one of the most complete games they played all year. Not a surprise, very physical game. We'll recap all that and are the Lightning and the Islanders one of the new hottest rivalries in the NHL? All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Lightning. But first, let's play that music. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Dang. What's up, everybody? Coming to you with a late night edition of Locked on Lightning, another one of our fireside chats, as I have liked to have called them, like to call them and effectually have called them just because they're coming out late. Uh, Hope everybody's having a good Tuesday. And I just want to thank all of you for making Locked on Lightning Whether wherever you are going to work right now or whether you're listening to this Wednesday morning and waiting for the Wednesday edition to come out or you're somewhere halfway around the world one of some one of our international fans i want to thank all of you for your continued support and making this show your first listen of the day of the night of wherever, whatever the sun's up or it's down or whatever the case may be. Thank you. Keep up the good work. And don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us wherever the podcast are distributed. So that's literally everywhere. We're everywhere. So you could find us. If you listen to us on an app-based podcast, uh, please go ahead and turn on those notifications. So as soon as the show is dropped, the newest show is dropped, the episode, you could get the notification and you can listen and download and go ahead and follow us on our social media platforms LO underscore lightning on Twitter as well as lockdown underscore lightning on Instagram so wow just it's almost 24 hours later and I said on the last episode and boy it was no shock that this was a playoff atmosphere type game now you usually only get probably what maybe 10 or 15 of these types of games throughout the the span of an nhl season and but listen and and this isn't gonna be the last time these two teams are gonna have a game like this there's a lot of bad blood between the new york islanders and your tampa bay lightning and that is i mean that dates back this is two two seasons now And we saw it at the opening puck drop with Maroon and Char going at it. And I would just like to take a moment to just kind of, you know, I I know that Zdeno Char is very revered around the NHL and with a lot of NHL fans. But I have to say, and I'm being realistic, no disrespect. But I think it's time to hang him up. When you're going out there and you're just trying to start trouble, yes, some teams, most teams love a guy like that. But what happened with with Bo Kachuk later in the game, cross-checking him in the throat, which Kachuk, by the way, earned his stripes in my book last night, going after Char, not backing down. Bravo. Just bravo. I mean, it, it was it was a chef's kiss type reaction, something that will win you a ton of points in the dressing room. And yes, the the fight with uh, Maroon and Char was pretty cool, but I mean, Char still has the the, the height advantage and all that. But anyway, uh, just a fantastic game all around. Just physically, it was a very physical game. We kind of all knew this was going to happen. 82 hits total in this game, 41 apiece for each team. Uh, Very low shot count in this game. A lot of defensive oriented. Um, The one thing that really stood out to me before I talk about little, some of the individual performances in this game. But the thing that stood out to me in this game that was very surprising because the Islanders, like I said on the last episode, a very defensive oriented team and that's something that sometimes gets them into trouble and you saw it in this game where really they have all this defense but they don't have the offense to compete with a team like the lightning which is why we had the outcomes that we had in the last two, two eastern conference finals but for a team that is very defensively sound as the new york islanders The fact that they were giving the Lightning a lot of room along the boards, especially going wide on the rush was very surprising. For a team like the Islanders, you would have thought that they were gonna go neutral zone trap, blue line stand, try to get guys to just get stood up and and just not have a lot of space to work with. And we didn't see that, they were almost, daring the Lightning at certain points, or especially early on in the game, to, to play along the boards and beat them wide, which the Lightning did. And we saw that even later on, on the one-timer from Stamkos, which, I mean, you can't leave Stamkos alone like that. But I'll talk about that a little later on, just because the you know what really was one of the keys in this game that was really contributed to the Lightning's offensive outpouring was the fact that the defensemen were very aggressive in this game very aggressive they followed the formula this is the first time that we saw the lightning really all season place an emphasis on playing their defensemen consistently low getting them more involved in the offensive attack trying to open up space wide and i get it that plays well against a team like the islanders but at the same time i believe the lightning should be playing like this in every game because you see what happens when they play like this when everybody gets involved when everybody's crashing the net when you're constantly creating traffic in front from the goaltender and i don't believe that varlamov being out there was that big of a difference maker i believe even if the islanders because they will the lightning will see him at some point even if Sorokin was out there i still believe they if they went out there they ran the same kind of offense the lightning would have came out with the same result and this is why it kind of makes me crazy here when i when i talk about it just because we've seen how we've seen that it works and the lightning have been doing this for the last two seasons and it's worked against every team so you could imagine why it's a little bit of a head scratcher as to why they don't try and do this every game now, obviously, John Cooper isn't going to go out there and roll out the same kind of offense in terms of offensive approach because every team is different. Every team plays differently. But is we've also seen that it works against every team. So my, my philosophy is if it ain't broke, why fix it? I mean, the Lightning have won two Cups solely playing like this and just. Like I said, just probably thus far, and if the Lightning play every single game at this level of intensity, level of offensive aggressiveness from everybody, you saw in this game, Andre Vasileski, really, he had 25 saves, but he didn't have to labor out there. Now I know not every offense in the league of every team that the Lightning are going to come across is going to be almost as anemic as these Islanders, but at the same time, if you play this certain type of style, the other team is going to have a hard time staying with you. So we'll you know we'll continue that conversation, and also I want to I want to start the conversation because I feel like it's about time we discuss this. Is that the islanders and the lightning if they haven't already are probably the one of the very most underrated rivalries that we've seen the last couple of years and i think with a couple more meetings in the future we we will see more of that and people will start to realize that these two teams there's a lot of bad blood and that this this these hard feelings aren't going away anytime soon and that'll be just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is DirecTV.stream. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. directTV Stream brings you live TV and on-demand favorites like never before, which means you could watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more about DirecTV at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. And we're back here on Lockdown Lightning for segment two, talking about the Lightning and the Islanders and why... The rest of the league should be talking more about the Lightning and the Islanders, because these two teams, if, if last night was any indication of what we're going to see for the foreseeable future, I'm excited. I'm excited. Regardless, win, lose or shootout loss, the this is a game, regardless of the fact that these two teams are not even in the same division, this is a game which I am going to be, this is a matchup, which I am going to be very excited to see these two teams battle out a couple more times and possibly more in the regular season. Now, obviously we all know by now that these two teams have gone back and forth over the last two playoff runs uh, with the Islanders falling just short in the Eastern conference finals. And, that's the reason why. That's the that's the whole basis of this and a lot of it also has to do with the fact that the Islanders are a very tough physical team. And you saw it in this game that they were trying to do their best to intimidate the Lightning. And when it comes down to it, that the Lightning aren't they're not that team anymore. They're not the team that you could go out there, bottleneck them, play physical, push them around the ice and think that they won't come back at you. That's why they have Corey Perry that's why they have Pat Maroon and a slew of other players like I stated earlier in in the episode Anthony Sorelli. what a fantastic job he did last night I I mean just look at the stats from last night a goal and 17 minutes of penalties penalty time Um, uh, jumping to his teammates defense I mean there was there was and, and that's not just from Sorelli either. You know, regardless of and if you look all around, you know, a lot of players you saw, you know, just by the penalty minutes, you had Kachuk 10, Perry, two, yes, you know, that still. This was the first time all night, and, and this was the first time all season. And believe it or not, there are games like this where, yes, the lightning took three penalties last night but they were, each had a reason to them. Now they there. let me explain this. So in a game like this, where it's constantly physical, there's gonna be penalties. There's, there's gonna be penalties on both sides. That is understandable. But there is a difference between meaningless penalties and meaningful penalties. Meaningless penalties are, charging aimlessly into a guy along the boards and getting kicked out that that doesn't help anybody doesn't help your team doesn't help yourself all it does is put the other team in a situation in which they could either tie the game or whatever the case may be turn the tide of the game in their favor but there was there was a purpose to every penalty in this game every hit all 41 hits meant something and what the true meaning of that those hits and that physicality and those penalty minutes every single minute all 38 minutes of penalty for the lightning was an was a signal to the new york islanders islanders is yes you are pissed because we beat you two years in a row and you're gonna come out and try and play spoiler to us but we're at home and we're the champs and there's nothing you could do to beat us. We have your number. And that's what makes us incredible. And I can't wait to see how that, what that turns into in front of that very hostile, hostile environment that the Lightning will have to play in front of, I believe if, at the end of February in Long Island. And we all know how hostile the, the New York Islander fans could be, how crazy that arena will be, the new arena. Um, and yes, I, I think that we will see more of this. I wouldn't be surprised if we see these two teams play each other in the playoffs at some point. Because I, I think, you know, right now, the, the two rivals you got to look at for, for the Lightning are the Panthers and the Islanders. And I would go a step further. As much as everybody enjoyed the battle of the sunshine state last year in the first round against the panthers and their their games this year i i still think out of all of them i think these islander games are just by far more enjoyable more just competitive just more crazy there's always an extra level of play in these games and you see it it's you never usually in games like against the Panthers, the Lightning, sometimes they play sloppy. They they just mo- mainly focus on, on the physicality, where we've seen in every game against the Islanders, more times than not, they play very balanced against this team. And so does the Islanders, other than the scoring part. I I think we see the best of the Islanders when they play the lightning and, and I wouldn't be shocked by the end of the year um, that this evolves into one of the best rivalries in the NHL. So we'll wrap things up. Just talk about some of the, Last, you know, key points from this game in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our last sponsor, and that is betonline.ag. And betonline is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props and odds and lines than ever before. Head to their new. Updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So head on over to Bet Online. Remember to use that promo code LOCKED ON for 50% off on your first deposit. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And we're back here for the third segment and wrap up uh, here on Lock On Lightning. And once again, I just want to thank all of you for tuning in. Uh, been loving the reception all season and just the last couple of seasons as well. Uh, yeah, just kind of segueing into you know still talking about the Islanders as a as a rivalry. I believe you know I some of you probably think I'm crazy, but I think that this rivalry with the Islanders is far better right now. That, that can be subject to change yes absolutely because the panthers are in the same division of course and they are a lot better of a team but i just think we see you know these two teams just get it up to another i think every game against the islanders feels like a playoff game you know i don't care how few they play against each other during the regular season as opposed to the panthers but you see it in the players. You really do. You you, you saw everybody bring their best game today. Matthew Joseph, Anthony Sorelli, who like I stated earlier, by far probably the best all-around game we've seen from him all season. Steven Stamkos with another power play goal. What else is new? Eighth of the year for him. Victor Hedman just racking up points left and right. Um, I wanna talk about that Stamkos goal, why it's, It is significant. Yes, it was their only power play goal of the game in four tries. But Victor Hedman had two points in this game. Just the guy is just an absolute offensive wizard when he has the puck. Just has a knack for finding his teammates. And in this game, what we saw from him was just and I've been screaming about this all season long, and I stated it at the top of the show, is that when the defensemen play deep, look what happens. If you don't believe me, go back to the highlight of that goal. He takes it in towards the circle, and look how the Islanders collapse on him. At first, when when he first skates into the circle, uh, towards the top of the circle near near the high slot, Look how surprised the Islanders are in terms of how how aggressive he is, and then look how how they just completely forget about Stamkos, who is probably the second most dangerous player to leave alone in in, a, in the circle in the left circle for a uh, for a one timer. And like I stated at the top of the show. I don't understand why we don't see this more often. I understand certain teams like to play certain ways, and that's not always available as an option on sequences. But at the same time, the numbers don't lie. The footage doesn't lie. Get the defensemen involved, and this team will win games and win games convincingly. This, Like I stated on the last show, the Lightning need to start winning games for Andre Vasileski and guess what? They won that game for Andre Vasilevskiy. He didn't have to do much. All he had to do was be in position. And we saw that. You know, out of out of the uh 28 shots that the Lightning had, they uh the defensemen accounted for five of those. And that might not seem a lot, but that is Three of which coming from Victor Hedman, and that is very significant. And we've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen the numbers um, when this when the defensemen are involved. And and I want to see more of Cal Foot. Did not get a shot on goal in this game. Played a little tentatively in twelve minutes on the ice. Um, still did a lot of things with the puck, setting up guys, finding open open guys, trying to set up open uh, scoring chances. But this is a good step in the right direction for this team. I've spoken about how this game. I actually spoke on the last episode about how this game could set up a nice stream of uh, wins for this game uh, for this team, and I truly believe that. You know, you won on on Saturday against Florida in OT. Now you're now you you won the other night against New York, and guess what? You got the Flyers on the 18th on Thursday, which. Let's face it, the Flyers aren't anything special this year. I mean, they are special. They are a fringe playoff team. They're a middle of the pack team, but they have a lot of liabilities. And I'll go more into depth about that on tomorrow's episode. But when it comes down to it, is that the Lightning have really put themselves in a good situ- in a good spot right now to end, end, end the month. I can't talk to, I don't know why guys, but to end the month, on a fantastic run because he got the devils after you play the you play the wild twice you play the flyers one more time after this week and then he got seattle in, in the blues i really think the tough teams i i mean yes the wild are in first place in their division which is very impressive but when you compare those two teams i don't think minnesota measures up to the lightning not at all and maybe i am a little biased about that and for all we know minnesota could very well steal one at, on the back, on the second leg of a back-to-back but i think the team that really you know is really going to be tough it's going to be the blues you're in st louis you're on the road last game of the month guys are going to start to get a get a little tired at that point not not to the tide where they're dead tired but that's going to be a game to look forward to I still like to see how these how the Lightning and the Flyers will match up. Got a team another team just like the Islanders that plays very physical but has a little bit more firepower. So, this Islanders game and this win was a definitely definitely a good tune-up heading into Thursday's game. And we'll talk about all of that and more on tomorrow's episode. And in the meantime, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Once again, we are humbly asking you if you haven't already, because you guys are the best listeners in the world. And please go ahead and follow us on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And I'll be back tomorrow to preview tomorrow, uh, Thursday's game, excuse me, against the Philadelphia Flyers. And go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. If you want to reach out to the show and give us a holler or you want you want to talk about personally to me something about that was said on the show, love to hear it. If you want to come on the show and talk to me about how the Lightning been playing, we'll, we'll figure something out. I love to talk with my listeners. So in the meantime, until next time, that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Lockdown On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.